When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. We're also quoting Kathy Wood of ARK Invest. She says, multiple Bitcoin ETFs are likely to be approved at the same time. Can you say bullish? And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, crypto news alerts is a great channel and the YouTube takedown is obviously an error on YouTube's part. I hope they correct their mistake and restore this excellent content on YouTube. Touche. Me too. We'll also be discussing the latest with the Litecoin having completing as Litecoin sees increased payments option and adoption. We'll also be seeing uh, talking about Michael Saylor's uh, MicroStrategy planning a $750 million stock sale, possibly to buy more Bitcoin. Can you say BTFD? Buy that freaking dip. As well as ETF analysts raises spot Bitcoin ETF approval chances in the United States to 65%. Let's get it. We'll also be discussing Ethereum ETFs pending, including Grayscale, Van Eck, and others who filed with the SEC. Their applications will also be discussed in the case for a $500,000 Bitcoin as per the Winklevoss twins. That's right. The Winklevoss paint their 500,000 scenario for Bitcoin amid spot ETF approval and filings in the United States. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. What is good, fam? It's good to see y'all today. I appreciate all the continued support as always. Let's kick off today's show as we typically do with our market watch. As you can see here on your screen, we got Bitcoin currently correcting and in the red, but maintaining that 29,000 level as support. We also have Ether correcting, maintaining 1,800. And believe it or not, Litecoin's one of the biggest losers in the top. And what's interesting, we just had a successful Litecoin halving, which we're going to be diving into in great detail a little later in the show and checking out coinmarketcap.com the current crypto market cap sits at 1.17 trillion dollars with 42 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the bitcoin dominance at 48 and a half percent with the ether dominance at 19 percent even also guys let me know if you can see and hear me perfectly in the live chat that means a lot as well so i can make sure everything is going well considering this is only my second live stream on rumble and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week we can see xdc cos and pulse which is pls interestingly enough Corky confirmed loud and clear. Appreciate the feedback, Corky. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 53 neutral, same as yesterday. Last week was a 51 and last month a 62 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you took advantage of this recent dip? Let me know in the comments below. I personally feel anything sub 30,000 is a hell of a deal considering the all-time high back in 2021 was $69,000. So keep stacking them stats on the low and take advantage of it while you still can, especially considering we have a halving less than nine months away, which is scheduled to be sometime in April 2024. 
But without further ado, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts. Bitcoin spiked above 30,000 on August 2nd. That's right. As a tour of its trading range saw Bitcoin price volatility return, as we can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. And data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed Bitcoin as buyers staged a brief la- a rally through that key resistance. Thanks for the feedback. Sailing with twins and Chris, they all say it's the, the stream is good. Much love. So local highs at 30,000 were short lived with the bulls unable to maintain momentum or hold the market above levels previously identified as pivot points. These included both the 30,000 level and 29.5, with Bitcoin trading below both at the time of this article. Quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Bande-Pop, I'd like to see 29,003 hold on the low time frame and then a clean break through 30,000. And then quoting SKU, Bitcoin low time frame signals, price action and market participation is very important in understanding price direction, as well as when rotation or mean reversions occur. You have two types of market participants, makers and takers. Facts. Now, Scoo added that the four-hour chart was so far looking like a classic SFP into the high time frame, referencing a swing failure pattern and high time frame support resistance flip. And quoting uh, Rec Capital here, price currently testing the four-hour high prior to the dump liquidity and trend confirmation, likely lower. And also says the recent bounce means Bitcoin looks to have reclaimed 29,250 as support. And also says, however, the moment it turns into resistance is the moment that we could expect lower prices. So for now, 29,250 continues to hold. So there you have it. That's right. Word up, John. Appreciate the feedback, fam. And updating his roadmap for the Bitcoin price action, we have Askel Kabar, another analyst, who says Bitcoin seems like the trend line is a valid one, as recognized by market participants, as outlined there in the chart. So there you have it. And quoting fearless Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, she says that multiple Bitcoin ETFs are likely to be approved at the same time. We call this Bitcoin game theory, which we already know is in full effect. And who knows? Will it be the BlackRock spot Bitcoin? ETF first to be approved? Or do you think it can all be approved at the same time as she's suggesting? Let me know. And quoting Max Kaiser and shout out to Max and Stacy being a supporter of my content and sticking up. I mean, he's a great influencer, probably my favorite Bitcoiner, hands down. He's been preaching the holy gospel of Satoshi since 2009, you know, talking about Bitcoin back when it was only a dollar. And he says, Crypto News Alerts is a great channel and the YouTube takedown is obviously an error on YouTube's part. I hope they correct their mistake and restore the excellent content on YouTube. And that's coming directly from Max. Now, I found out I'm not alone. Other YouTube uh, crypto content creators such as, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but Planum Andanov. He says, I have a similar situation. My channel for three years, 23,000 and a half subs, 406 live streams, two and a half hour content on average, 102 podcasts, thousands of short videos, chopped from the longer streams, terminated without any strikes and no warnings. Just wake up and the channel is deleted. I thought, It was just me. I was wondering what is happening. Am I being hate reported by haters? Is the AI mistake or some automated bans? Please help. And so it is very interesting for us to both get terminated at the same time for the same allegations, which are uh, categorically false. And let me show you what I am talking about. It's important I talk about this and speak my mind because I feel it's uh, not cool when they violate our, you know what I mean? To shut you down for no reason. 
is not cool whatsoever. So I know I created a post. Here we go. So I put, what are the odds? Two pure Bitcoin content creators on YouTube attacked and terminated at the same time without any warnings under 100% false pretenses. The question becomes, who is behind this attack? And will YouTube do the right thing and give us our channels back? Or will they purposely choose to turn us into martyrs because of our devout faith in Bitcoin? And as you can see here, we got exactly the same email saying the content encourages illegal activities since when has sharing bitcoin news been an illegal activity please explain that to me so yeah it's unjust and currently i still have no youtube channel it's been terminated and i am hopeful it gets restored but i am not holding my breath hence why we are now live on rumble just f why I? But what are your thoughts surrounding this? Do you feel it could be a matrix attack or just an honest mistake that they will fix? Let me know how you think this will play out in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss the Litecoin halving, which has successfully taken place. And interestingly enough, the price action has been dumping. So let's discuss uh, why this is. Here we go. The Litecoin halving event has completed what block rewards now have that six and a quarter Litecoin per block. On August 2nd, the Litecoin blockchain went through its automated halving procedure at block 2 million 500,000 and or 520,000 Litecoin miners are now getting half the rewards and the clock has been reset for the next haven in roughly four years time. Litecoin founder Charlie Lee commented on the discrepancies between the different having countdown timers, suggesting that the nice hash was one of the most accurate. However, all of them agreed on the August second date and lo and behold, it's completed. Moreover, the prices have been downtrending since early July when it topped 110 bucks for the first time since April of last year. The silver to Bitcoin's gold is currently hovering at around nine $92 per coin, where it was time for the fortnight ago. And as you can see here, Litecoin's third halving, just hours away, they announced it on Litecoin's X account, which was formerly known as Twitter. And speaking on the adoption of Litecoin as a payment method, BitBay CEO uh, shared that Litecoin and Bitcoin Lightning payments had their best months in recent history on the global payments platform. And as of June, Litecoin surpassed Bitcoin as the crypto of choice of payments on BitPay, accounting for 35%. BitPay claims to have processed over 57,000 crypto-related transactions over the past 30 days, while in North America, Europe, and the UK, remaining the firm's largest market pair, said there was no Notable growth for crypto payments in Africa. Africa, let's go. Quoting them here, we're seeing notable growth in African-based BitPay users with more merchants and spenders replacing traditional banking systems in favor of cryptocurrency. So there you have it. Uh, and they also say Latin America is also where we expect to see a rise in activity from BitPay merchants and customers over the next few years. And they go on to share uh, Litecoin, well, we all know is the 12th largest crypto by market cap, but a market cap just above uh, 6.8 billion trading volume of 1.14 billion with currently 73 and a half million Litecoin in circulation out of a maximum supply of 84 million. So there you have it. How many of you are bullish on Litecoin or holders of Litecoin? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the latest from MicroStrategy's Michael Saylor. Then we'll be discussing everything you need to know regarding ETFs, the probability of getting a spot ETF approved in the United States, which the chances have been going up, which is a good sign, followed by the latest Ethereum ETF applications, followed by the Winklevoss's infamous half a million dollar price prediction for the King Crypto. Then we'll dive into our uncensored live Q&A for the day. Here we go. U.S.-based software development company MicroStrategy, which was the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on its balance sheet, is planning to raise up to $750 million via a stock sale and says it may use the proceeds to buy more Bitcoin. 
doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Shout out to Michael Saylor. In a filing to the SEC on August 1st, MicroStrategy announced it has entered into a sales agreement with three companies, Cohen and Company, Canaccord, Genuity, and Burnenberg Capital relating to the sale of its Class A common stock. MicroStrategy said the proceeds of the proposed sale could be used for a variety of general corporate purposes, such as the acquisition of more Bitcoin and working capital. Let's go. Quoting them here, as with our prior programs, we may use the proceeds for general corporate purposes, which include the purchase of Bitcoin, as well as the repurchase or repayment of our outstanding debt. Now, Michael Saylor founded the firm and currently MicroStrategy holds 152,800 Bitcoin worth approximately four and a half billion dollars at the current prices. And it added 12,333 Bitcoin in the second quarter and another 467 in July is what it is. Quitting them again. Our objective is to find ways to generate incremental Bitcoin for our shareholders and to do that with either cash flow from the business or do it through intelligent accretive financings of equity or debt or other intelligent operations. Now, the price of Bitcoin rose nearly 2% immediately following the announcement, climbing from 29.2 to almost 30,000, but we have corrected then uh, since. Now, shares of MicroStrategy had benefited significantly from the ongoing Bitcoin rally, having now risen nearly 200% since the start of the year. MicroStrategy shares surged from 145 bucks per share on January 3rd to $498 at this time, according to data from Google Finance. Let's go MicroStrategy. Do you think Michael Saylor will likely buy some more Bitcoin from that acquisition? I think more so, more so than uh, not. Anyways, fam, now for the latest regarding the ETF approval chances in the United States. Let's discuss this. The chances of approval of a spot a Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. have now increased to 65% from a mere 1% just a couple of months ago. That's right. Bloomberg ETF senior analyst Eric Valchunas said in a recent statement, the chances for an approval for Bitcoin ETF have increased significantly over the past month, owing to various new developments around the crypto market and the reef filing of ETF apps by the likes of BlackRock, which is the largest asset manager in the world. And as shared here by James Safar, here are the races I'm watching. We are completely guessing of the timing of the grayscale case dates, but we think the path of least resistance is simultaneous approval for all eight filers, which includes grayscale in the aftermath of the courts vacating the SEC denial. And he also added that linchpin for this current thesis is a grayscale victory over the SEC and federal court, which could set things up for a way of SEC approvals sometime in the fourth quarter, right? In alignment with what Kathy Wood shared, right? All depends on how much Gary Gensler wants to fight here. And yeah, so the spot Bitcoin ETF filing spree began with BlackRock filing it on June 16th. Then it followed by Wisdom Tree, Invesco, and Valkyrie, along with several other institutions, followed suit. The recent slew of filings in the second quarter of this year comes despite the SEC rejecting all spot ETF filings earlier. In fact, they've been doing so for the past decade. As noted on record, with the first denial being the Winklevoss's twins, first one over 10 years ago, the spot Bitcoin ETF race has garnered attention from some of the biggest traditional financial institutions and analysts, while Balchunez believes that the interests of institutional giants like BlackRock could be the best possible chance for approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF. So there you have it. How do you feel this ETF 
race will likely play out. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And correct, anyone watching the live stream, if it freezes, just refresh and it'll work because the stream is golden. And I see some people that froze. If you hit refresh, it's all good. It is what it is. Yes, so now let's discuss some Ethereum ETFs, which is quite interesting as well. All of these recent filings, six major asset managers, including Grayscale and Van Eck, have filed fresh apps in a bid to launch Ethereum futures ETFs to the United States. Separate filings submitted to the US SEC Commission, reviewed by Cointelegraph, outline respective apps from the likes of Grayscale, Van Eck, Bitwise, Volatility Shares, ProShares, and Round Hill uh, Capital. Bring it on. Grayscale's filing includes two apps, a proposed Grayscale Global Bitcoin Composite ETF and a Grayscale Ethereum Futures ETF. Grayscale's Ether ETF will invest in futures contracts that are set to be traded on the CME. And the SEC filings note that Grayscale's fund will be primarily invested front months Ether futures, which are contracts with the shortest time to maturity. And Grayscale added it intends to roll Ether futures contracts before they expire. Now, volatility shares also outline plans to list an Ether futures ETF, investing in assets and cash-settled contracts, referencing ETH trading on the CME. And it's noted that the fund will not invest directly into Ethereum. Now, Van X filing also indicates its investment strategy will look to invest in ETH futures contracts so that the value of ETH that the fund has exposure to is equal to 100% of the total assets of the fund. Now, all of these recent apps come in the wake of the recent apps from various mainstream asset manager firms looking to launch Bitcoin ETFs. We all know BlackRock being the world's largest is amongst those looking to offer what would be the first Bitcoin ETF offered in the country. And just noting their track record is known to be 575 to 1. That's the percentage chance history shows us that BlackRock gets their ETFs approved by the SEC, hence increasing the odds of this to be approved. But again, the million dollar question is when? We all know it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It'll be a game changer, ushering in literally uh could be hundreds of trillions of dollars into Bitcoin. Uh, experts have been saying at least 30 trillion right off the top can head right into the king crypto, which would naturally make the prices rise. But the question is, will it happen before the Bitcoin halving in 2024? Good question. Let me know your thoughts uh, in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss the latest from the Winklevoss twins and their case for a $500,000 Bitcoin. And then we will dive into today's uncensored live Q&A for crypto news alerts. Now, back in August... Tyler Winklevoss published this on their blog. It's called The Case for a $500,000 Bitcoin. It is very detailed and it outlines why they believe that Bitcoin is destined to soon hit $500,000 per coin. They make a great argument, ultimately talking about how Bitcoin is going to replace gold as a store value. And once it does, based off of that alone, that can send the Bitcoin price to a half a million dollars per coin. And it's a good read. If you've never read this, I highly encourage you to check it out. Let's see if I can get to the uh, meat and potatoes here. See, they compare Bitcoin to gold. Comparing the scarcity, the durability, the profitability, the divisibility, the storage, the counterfeit uh, difficulty, as well as adoption. And we know Bitcoin is superior in every aspect in comparison to uh, the precious metal. 
And as we continue to scroll down, you can see here, Bitcoin has already made significant ground on gold, going from white paper to over $200 billion in market cap in under a decade. And that was at the time this was published. We all know the market cap of Bitcoin today is closer to $600 billion, just FYI. So do keep that in mind. But they go on to share, the market cap of above ground gold is conservatively $9 trillion. If we are right about using a gold framework to value Bitcoin and Bitcoin continues on this path, then the bull case scenario for Bitcoin is that it is undervalued by a multiple of 40 Said differently, the price of Bitcoin could appreciate 45x from where it is today, which means we'd see a price of $500,000 per Bitcoin. Now, all of this does not factor in the possibility of Bitcoin displacing some portion of the $11 trillion of fiat foreign exchange reserves held by governments. Foreshadowing this, at least one publicly traded U.S. corp has begun holding Bitcoin, which is MicroStrategy, as a treasury reserve asset. So if central banks start to diversify their foreign fiat holdings, even partially, into Bitcoin, say 10%, then 45x gets revised upward towards 55x or 600,000 USD per Bitcoin and so forth. So therefore, they're virtually predicting a $600,000 Bitcoin price. Now, Cameron Winklevoss more recently tweeted the following, the great accumulation of Bitcoin has begun. Anyone watching the flurry of ETF filings understands the window to purchase pre-IPO Bitcoin before ETFs go live and open the floodgates and closing fast. If Bitcoin was the most obvious and best investment of the previous decade. This will likely be the most obvious and best trade of this decade. Preach. And also for some highlights amid the spot ETF uh, filings, check this out. Uh, Winklevoss told his followers that a flurry of Bitcoin ETF filings created a window for those looking to purchase Bitcoin before all the ETFs go live. And according to him, if Bitcoin was the most obvious, then we know it's going to have mass attraction to all of these investors. And they also shared in an interview, if you look at the value increases in Bitcoin, it is this punctuated equilibrium where it is steady, 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 and then boom, it reaches a new price level. That is the new normal. So it can happen very quickly. And especially with a Bitcoin spot ETF, which they didn't even even take into consideration with this particular prediction. So please do keep that in mind. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.